Hello and welcome again to this episode of Daily Dose, your regular wellness supplement. In Daily Dose, I provide simple yet effective tips to improve your daily health and wellness. And today I'm going to talk about the pressure of being perfect. I was intently lending my ear to my son's trauma of scoring only 18 out of 20 marks in a science test and was reflecting on similar experiences from my own childhood days. We were expected to have perfect scores in our maths and science tests as they were objective and fact-based. We were expected to know the syllabus in entirety. I sat down with my son, shared my own story of hits and misses. I knew that he was nervous about the upcoming mathematics test and I also knew that my son was particularly conscious about getting a perfect score in mathematics. I told him about the difference between having high expectations and a drive to do a good job versus a perfectionist thinking. The pressure to be perfect brings with it a fear of failure, anxiety about what others would think and threat to self-esteem. I'm not sure whether this talk with my son worked. The pressure to be perfect can be a source of motivation or a source of great anxiety. I tried not to pressurize my son to have a perfect score in his exam, but do encourage him to work hard and work mindfully. While we were expected to be knowledgeable about the subject from which the school and the college tests would be derived and the tests in turn would indeed be limited to some chapters or sections of our books. However, the fact is that life is never predictable and seldom sticks to a particular syllabus. It keeps throwing curveballs at us all the time, some of which we are able to play, some we duck and some just hit us. What I did wish to teach my son was learning agility and adaptability. I have come across scores of high-profile corporate executives, senior army officials and even small children who are paralyzed mentally due to the stress of being perfect or the expectation of being perfect. This reminded me of a conversation I had on one of my flights from Geneva to London with a co-passenger, Tara. She was sitting next to me on the middle seat and we all know that when two women sit together, they do land up having a good conversation no matter how long or short the trip may be. She was working on a presentation and seemed a bit flustered. On observing her for some time, I happened to ask her what was bothering her. She shared that she was working on a presentation on maternal health that she had to present to a client in London and it still did not look perfect to her. Being a trained maternal health specialist myself, I asked her if I could have a look with the intent of offering any possible help. When I went through the presentation, it looked just perfect to me. I shared my honest opinion with her. She seemed a bit relieved. She shut down her laptop and started sharing her pain with me. She said it had become a pattern. She was almost always stressed before a presentation or a review as she always felt that there was more scope for improvement and was never satisfied with her own work. She would almost always receive a lot of praise for her presentations once they were done and had seen through many professional negotiations as well. But till the presentation was done or the meeting was over, she would get crushed 
under the stress of making it perfect. She felt stressed and so did her team. Her stress would often spill over at home as well. She would end up singeing her shirt or burning the odd breakfast toast. She was unable to enjoy any movie or music or relaxed evening with her friends. While I reflected on what she could do, I could visualize that she had an image of herself and that was perfect. She was trying to live it out at her workplace as many of us do. What we do need to realize is that the world is not perfect and while we may work towards perfection in multiple things that we do, we are not alone in this world. Our successes and failures many a times are also affected by circumstances that are beyond our control. And thus, we need to work towards developing an understanding about where to stop. And this exactly was my parting advice to Tara, that she should work on knowing when to stop and accept the things that she cannot change. I suggested that she should develop a trustable network that helps her critique her work to take some pressure of perfection away from her. There are two important elements of improving your mental health and happiness here. The first one is to accept external help or feedback when you think that you are not able to do something right despite the best of your efforts. You may be surprised to learn that you may be already doing it right without realizing it. The second important element is to be humble and accept that not everything that you do will be perfect. There could be small errors, big mistakes, blunders, everything. This is part of life. It is part of being human. I received a call from Tara a couple of months after our meeting and she sounded happier and chirpier. I was happy to learn she had taken the free advice seriously and was able to work on her mindset. She had also found a buddy to help her quickly review her work and give her an honest feedback. Her level of stress was much lower. She accepted that it was difficult initially but after trying it over a couple of times with her team she was able to loosen up. It brought enormous relief in her life as she was more accepting of small imperfections of life. This enabled her to enjoy her daily lives, some lazy evenings and spontaneous outings with her friends, without the pressure of planning everything perfectly. Whenever I conduct workshops or seminars for corporates, perfection comes up as a common element of stress. If you take pride in your work and pay attention to detail, it is a good thing. This is a sign of good work ethic. Most of us are trained this way since childhood. 100% is always better than 99%, right? What we often overlook is the trade-off that we must make to ensure 100% every time, every day, notwithstanding whatever else may be happening around us. In the process, we forget to live our lives well and are robbed of our happiness. Remember, we are humans, not machines. The most important part is to strike a balance. At times, because of trying to reach the perfect thing, the perfect presentation, the perfect script, that perfect speech, that perfect piece of art, we are not able to complete it and lose the opportunity to share what is still very good. 
we have to accept that at times that 99% is still good and going from 99% to 100% may not be worth the effort. You must also analyze if you or your children are displaying these traits, overindulging in one part of their life while neglecting other important things. This can have negative consequences on the psyche as well as the overall well-being. It is important to stop and analyze. If this urge to be perfect all the time is bringing the best out of you or is it becoming a source of unnecessary stress? Thank you for listening. Hope you'll be able to analyze and control your mental bugs including the one that pushes you to be perfect and causing unnecessary stress in your lives. It is important to be happy than to be perfect. I'm happy to receive your feedbacks on namita at healthnerds.in. So long, stay safe, stay positive.